All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Damn it. You know, it, it's We're typical Reds fans. Idiots. Alex go is tired of waiting on you. Go play in a rink where you only have stands on one half and a wall on the other half. Let's have an NHL team there. Idiots. Shot at Ottawa. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you, Pinder? No, well, I they no idea. joined the league. They're at the Ottawa 67s rink, and it was only on the one side. Turn turn your mic off. Yes, yeah, so Rhett's low. You're going to yell. You're, we need to hear you. I haven't yeah. touched the- how do things change in this house? My Alex might be able to turn it up for you. Or maybe we can get Princey here to turn Mine something is up on for full. It's red. You want to see? Yeah, yeah. So, so again, not Let's... you, Rhett, but Alex. Tap your Princey. microphone. Oh, oh, wait. Ah, see? he did it again. What a donkey. You're on your. You're on the wrong mic. You're on the laptop, Mike. Alex, yeah, that's right, Alex. God damn it. <laughs> It sounded a little off. Not Alex's it fault. Not Princey's fault. Not yeah, Boomcat's no. fault. Yeah, there he is. He's doing a little reconnect. Get, get is him that better, in. Alex? Is that good enough for you? Are we fine now? Or? It's better, yeah. Tap your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just not loud yeah. enough. It's just not, yeah. Levels aren't fine. Uh, aren't very right. And now he's doing? gone, right? He shit talks me, and then he no. But the th- see, if Alex starts talking now, then the audio is on the podcast. So once the, once the show starts, he's he kind of minds his uh, P's and Q's. He's as smug as a bug. You know what P's and Q's stands for? 
I do. I, I have something to say, but it might get me canceled. So no, I don't. No, I'm serious. What's no written for the where P's and Q's? Find your P's and Q's. Your your croissants. It's back like 1800s, and it's a European thing. uh, (laughs) Probably out of the UK region, but maybe anywhere. Uh, Do you know what it is? No idea. Do you know pints and quarts? Because you'd always run a tab at the bar, and the bartender, when your tab got high, would say, "Mind your P's and Q's." It's getting up there. Can you imagine if there was tabs in today's? I know there's kind of a tab with your credit card, but if like you could just go into a pub, like, ah, oh, put it on the Wolverines tab. Rah. I was like, Norma, cheers. Yeah. You know, Sam would try and get him to settle up his tab and couldn't do it. I'll tell you what. Sam yeah, looks like shit the... lately. Oh, is, is that right? Well, come on. He's, he's not an icon of. You got to watch the reruns. It looks great. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, how old is I Sam? have. I have gone through, I'm in season nine of Seinfeld. I watch one every night before I go to sleep. Okay, I got one for you. Last night, flooding the rink, some great guys that uh, listen to the pod on the rink crew. One of them has never seen Seinfeld, and he's also in season nine, which I believe is the last year of Seinfeld. And he said it was hilarious that he'd heard a lot of these clips from our show and now he's seeing them as he progresses season through season through Seinfeld. Yeah. It's amazing when I hear the clip and I finally have the context. It's, it's like this Eureka moment. Yeah. Every if season. You've not, if you've not watched Seinfeld, you should go watch all of them. Yeah. And if you're young, it's, there's a great reason to not watch Seinfeld. If like back in those days, it was appointment TV. You had to be in front of it at a certain time. And if you were late, you missed it. You didn't have PVRs. It didn't stream. I did that during COVID. Yeah. Sitting at home. Huh? Start her up. Yeah. The thing I noticed and maybe how, how like you've been kind of essentially binging it. Have you straight? Yeah. I noticed the evolution of George where it's kind of at the start, you know, he was kind of a soft kind of quiet like this. And then by the end, everything is oh, like, he's freaking out. It's like his old man. And he was screaming all the time. It's like, oh, there was shrinkage. Kind of like, I uh, kind of liked him when he was the, the more uh, quiet, Meek. soft doofus with the, uh, well, he got confident. He did opposite George. All of a sudden he was getting hot girls. Yeah. Got to his head. I just think it's brilliant. All of it. It makes me laugh. Yeah. It's silly. It's stupid. And it's, I just, I love it. The yeah. fashion is funny. That's the first thing that hits you when you start that over. Oh, again. yeah. Whoa. And it's almost kind of like full circle now where that baggy, high-waisted jean. And anyway. And Kramer. Kramer. Is truly terrific. He really is. I, they all are. All the little fringy characters. Not that he's fringy, but like Newman, exceptional Newman. character. The Soup Nazi, amazing. Elaine's boss, Peterman. Elaine, get in here. <laughs> You know, like these, the the George's dad. Are you kidding me? Don't pick a book of it up. So basically, brilliant. the boys in Burner, we endorse the number one sitcom of all time in the history of TV. <laughs> yeah, it gets a two thumbs up from this we very distinguished critiquing crew. Good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but the thing is that there's a bunch of people that haven't seen it. It's, it's true. a new generation of people. It's still brilliant if you go watch. Like, See, and it's hard. Yeah, I, yeah. There, and there are people that, that don't like it that probably have given it a chance and they don't like it. I don't Scruff. understand how you can't because it's just so, to me, it's so smart and so unique. And I love Curb. Have you gotten, do you, have you gotten into Curb? Yeah. Uh, it's love so cringy Curb. though. It's an uncomfortable comedy. Seinfeld is very approachable because it's funny and you laugh. Curb is so cringy, it makes your skin crawl at times. It is not oh, an yeah. easy viewing. And that's not for everyone. 
Like I can well, watch I think one Curb of is less scripted. Yeah, it's very lightly scripted. They kind of get okay. it's like yeah. bullet points, and then yeah. they riff for a lot of it. But I just mean in terms of like, but it is. It's, it's like a bit of trauma you have to go through to for that. Oh, it's just angsty. Yeah, there's Ugh. some silly stuff that happens, but in every Curb, Larry David ends up in some spot where he's just, Ugh, you idiot. Yeah. How did you do it again? It's like it's like The Office, but, yes. but another step yes. further. Yes, it's that same cringy humor. The British yeah. Office is exceptional for that as British well. British Office is so great. I, I haven't seen the full American. I've not watched that. Movie. That's good. Oh, The, the British, British is exceptional. Office? Yeah, 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 buddy. Better than is the it American. called The British Office? Or no, is it's it... The Office before you, the one you know. But it's with Where Ricky Gervais. Uh, it, you'll find it. It's not hard to find. <gasps> oh, it was BBC. I would guess it's... It'll be on a streaming service yeah, you'll somewhere find in the it States. Somewhere. It's going to be different than here. Uh, but yeah, like the only reason The Office is in North America is because the British one was a freaking hit and they replicated it. And it started... The follicles. Because it was Gervais. It, it had the ending, like the start and end point. It was, mm-hmm. And they just, unlike the sitcom, it's just, well, we'll start and see how many seasons we can go. Mm-hmm. This was the script. They wrote it. They did the two, whatever it is, the, the two-episode Christmas special as the finale. What was it? And, two, three seasons? You know it was what? just that? It's kind of it's kind of sweet. There's some sweetness to it at the end. Might get you to tear up there, Redster. Big have softy. Some, have I, some hankies I, handy. My cousin told me he was having a kid the other day, and I was all teary-eyed. I'm Why is he so yeah. quiet? He's really quiet. Is he going to be soft on the pod? So, we got to fix it. so quiet? Alex, can we turn him up? I'm not quiet. It's not me. My volume is on full blast. <laughs> Which is why, again, I said Alex or Princey. Princey's giving us thumbs, so it seems okay here, although I don't know how that's the case. Red on full blast. Oh, it could be us. Who knows? Maybe our levels in here are... <laughs> but I hear you fine. That might be your I hear you right fine there. as well. Hey, uh... About that. T's and P's. Look at this. T's and Q's. Hey... Calgary Flames game day. Get your helmet on. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the center of the universe, makes its way to Alberta. Last night, getting rolled up by the McDavid's, and tonight, a similar fate waits them at the dome. I'm enjoying the uh, Oilers really gelling at the right time narrative. At the exact same time that he's, you know, setting records for since you know we had color TV for multiple goal games consecutively. Did you see him? No, I, I only watched. Fair. I watched extended highlights this morning. Did you watch? I saw bits of the first, and I'm like, this thing's over. Toronto's guys are snoozy. There was just retro. Like, we've talked tr- about this before. Two called back, but when McDavid is facing another star, or if it's, and I don't even know if that was the narrative coming, but if it's anything. When he steps his game up or feels as though he's going to be measured against somebody else, look the fuck out. Yeah. Because he was absolutely, and Sam Cosentino on sports that he showed they had a pregame ceremony where he's, you know, shaking the hands over mm-hmm. there, didn't smile. You could see he was dialed right in and watching him last night, unstoppable. You can't stop the friggin' no. guy. Um, still in a wild card. And also I think three or four points out of leading the division. It's nuts right now. It's insane. I'm worried about the Oilers because I think they're going to do well. I'm a little concerned that they're going to climb this ladder and have a good run. I would like and, and, another team in the Pacific for that to reason. look like a contender here, right? Like that's the thing that's annoying. It's like they won't have to play anyone good to get to a conference final. <laughs> is it also is it also scary? Sorry, that he's breaking records, and I still think that when the games get bigger, he's going to elevate and do more. 
This McDavid character, he's like doing things I, no one else can do already. It's horrifying. I mean, even if he I doesn't, know, but I, I honestly, I'm like, well, and just wait till the playoffs when, <laughs> when you think you're playing your best against him and he's laughing at you as he flies by you and pots one up chop. Like he, he's just, he's intimidating. Well, and and he grabbed a hold of that series last year against the flames. Remember game two, if Backlund doesn't dump it into the corner and can get a, gets the a goal on Smith there, you wonder how it goes, but still, early. He scores, goal disallowed. I'll fine. I'll score again, and I'll just keep scoring. And they 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 never look back. I my kid asked me the other day, is he in his prime? Is he still getting better? This is his best year. It ever. feels like at this moment, I. What's he? Twenty five. This is this is it. But if you tell me next year is he's going to elevate again, I wouldn't doubt you. He just keeps getting better. And he's a, he's a solid defender. Now that's what really was not the case three, four years ago. He's improved immensely on the defensive side of the puck where Leon's still a complete liability, but it's okay. They're superstars. This is describes most superstars, but offensively it's the best year he's ever had. And he's playing better defense. Are you kidding me? That second goal, he kind of comes in and then hard cuts to his left at so, going a million miles an hour, hard left, almost 90 degrees. So of course the goalie goes with him. He fires it hard back the other way. I can only imagine what that would have looked like if you were sitting right there watching. He turned uh, 26 less than two months ago. So, yeah, this is prime. This is prime. And if you look statistically at the guys like Gretzky and Lemieux and Yager, and typically their highest scoring seasons are in that sort of 23 to 26 band, not to suggest that there's going to be a dramatic drop-off, but if this, is, if this season is his career year, it's a fucking serious high watermark that I don't know we'll ever see shattered in our lives. So retro, uh, maybe I could use this for Ask Rhett, which is coming up later. If your kid asked you, who's the greatest hockey player of all time? Who would you say? Him. McDavid. There's only one thing missing on the resume, right? Lots of cups. All the greats have lots of cups. I don't begrudge him for not. I don't begrudge him for that either. Do not misconstrue that argument. I think he's the most talented player we've ever seen. If you just look at the skills, he can That's do all I mean. Yeah. Um, and, and he's doing it against better players. I'm sorry. Yep. And it's the age old, old man argument, yep. this and that it's better equipment, better players, better conditioning, better system. Like he's, yep. he's doing it against, I mean, my wife the other day asked something about when I started and I said, well, some guys were making a hundred grand when I started, <laughs> it was yeah. easy to walk away from that. Right. She, I think it was something about why are kids so serious or why is there so much into it? And I said, well, if the reward is a $10 million a year contract, that's why. Yeah. I said, when I started, guys were making 100, 125 grand. Well, if you don't make it in the NHL, you go get a job and you make 70, right? Like yeah. you had that Frank option. Lucio was working in a meatpacking plant in the off season early in his time yeah. in Calgary. Like that's insane now. Imagine if we told yeah. you like, yeah, Eric and Branson, he's out there, uh, you know, he's, he's mopping up after the the stampede. He's, he's a janitor in the off season to make an extra 20 K like what he's bartending it uh, for, for the rodeo. <laughs> like, but it, and, and, and I'm not trying to cuts meat, whatever. Yeah. And, and you could say, well, that Gretzky didn't train like these guys. So that's he could have been, I'm not trying to compare decades and, and generations i believe mcdavid's the best i you played against mario some people are kind of on the uh, chat saying mario lemieux mario was dynamite mario was dynamite but mario against mcdavid mcdavid's speed would bury him he would like yeah. if mario's trying to get 
Mario was awesome and he was faster than a lot of guys. And it sometimes didn't look like he was even trying that hard. And he was still going a million miles an hour. He's not as fast as McDavid. So if McDavid and Mario are on the ice, McDavid could catch him at any point. And, and, yeah. and right. Like he can, he can copycat it and it's smooth. And I'm not asking McDavid to be defensive at all, even, but if he wanted to, he could absolutely stop Mario. I'm sorry. McMario was bigger and stronger and it was a different era and you had to protect pucks better and the D played you differently. Okay. I, I still say McDavid's the best. I think you sort of have to it all. It would be stunning if he wasn't a top three guy in the history of the sport at the end of his career. And it's, we're, we're, we're less than halfway in. That's the interesting part. He's 26. You do wonder if either defense were allowed to play McDavid like, Lemieux and Gretzky were played with hooking and grabbing and all of that, or switch it. If you want to take McDavid and, or, you know, bring Lemieux and those guys here now. You want to see McDavid game. shoot on these guys that didn't drop into the butterfly? There were five, nine playing net. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's a different it's world. It's just impossible so gotta, to do, right? Yeah. It's hard to look at that skill set and not feel like he's right there. With, where do you see, Mario, where do you see the Wayne. possibility of improvement? I just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's only achievements. It's not in skill set that's going to improve. It's already the greatest skill set we've ever seen. But it's Wayne, it's Mario, it's Bobby Orr, it's Connor McDavid. Who am I missing? I'm sure I'm offending like Newsy Lalonde or someone from the 50s or something. Poor Newsy. Sorry, Lalonde family. It's unnecessary. So, yes, Flames and uh, Leafs tonight at the Dome. It's a Calgary Flames game day. Get your helmet on. The Leafs defeated the Flames back in December. It was an overtime winner, I believe, by Nylander. Two goals, three assists that night for Wee Willie. Wee Willie Nylander. Yeah, Flames had leads. They led 4-3 in the third. A blown third period lead. You don't say. Bunting, like Bunting got the tying goal, and then they lost it in uh, in extra time. Uh, Because all I can do is is laugh at this point. But uh, Does it help? Do we know uh, Markstrom tonight? They said they want to give him a ride. Daryl, speaking with media, said we got to get Markstrom going. He's been a great teammate. Um, it's time for him to step up here. So, I mean, it's not hard to read those tea leaves. Barring an awful start for Mark. You don't have to read any. Can they replicate what they did two nights ago against Boston? Because you feel like we Similar said, ingredients, if, right? if you can do something resembling that against a lot of teams, you're going to be successful. And I feel like if they've they can play, they've played hard and they've, uh, they've deserved better. Over the last, I'll call it two weeks. So they, I, they're not out, and I think they realize that they almost have to duplicate t- Tuesday night's effort because if they don't, and they're even half flat against a team like Toronto, they're gonna. It's gonna be tough to get points, and if you don't get points, you can plan your vacation. And I don't think they're ready to do that yet. The team coming in has some similarities dominant team from the east on a road trip played in edmonton the night before we'll see leafs weren't good last night boston was good in edmonton that'd be a bit of a difference um not suggesting that you're just gonna hang 57 shots anytime you get a team on a back-to-back but blames for full marks for their effort and their their play aside from a goalie that lasted 20 minutes everything else was great you allowed one goal with markstrom in the final two periods plus overtime and you outplayed out chanced out shot out efforted out everything to Burns team that, you know, is a much better team, but is on the second half of a back-to-back and was not near their best. Let's see what we get from Toronto tonight. 
A lot of turnover in that roster looking this morning. We know that O'Reilly and Achari came in. Now there's no guarantee that all these guys play, but Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty made their debut. Was that there? Yeah, Sam Lafferty. Uh, Luke Shen with the team, expected he'll start. So it's Achari, O'Reilly, McCabe, Lafferty, Shen, Eric Gustafson is in. Yes. They're not all going to play because many have got some 90. But there's there's a lot of turnover there. Too much tinker and red, or did they did Dubas go and add what he needed to add? When you look at everything else that's happened out there, I think he had to do something. And I and this is it. No, he did what he had to do. Yeah, they'll tell you in mid-May if it worked. Like honestly, how the hell would that, we know? Well, now? but Jake McCabe in a new system no, but, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing yet, right? Yeah, but the problem I'm having is I, I well, not the problem. The problem they might find is that I think Dubas did do what he had to do. Might not mean F all. Like it's yeah, in that division. It might mean, it and might and honestly, mean six like, games. We talk about Boston team of destiny. You're you know, if they got eliminated in the second round, they're losing to a good team. It's either Tampa who's been to the cup final three years in a row, or it's a Burns team that's been hanging hundred point seasons like it's no big deal for half a decade. I feel for all three of those teams because it's like only one of you gets to move on, but I'm also super stoked we get to watch that in the first two rounds. Those are going to be epic series. And what's amazing about this year, now as we do this, it's a Thursday. The trade deadline's not till tomorrow. Pretty much everybody is friggin' gone by now. And the majority of these big names have all either stayed in the East or have gone to the East. Kane, Patrick Kane will make his debut for the Rangers. Already, we and uh, as we do this, Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin. He mm-hmm. was traded from Detroit. We know that they've already, I mean, they've just, they, every team pretty much has added. Carolina brought in Goss the Spare I think to, a, to a lesser extent, but they've got some time. But already, all of the, the, the top three in each of those divisions have all added in kind of a big way. Not to mention Ottawa is making a push. Funny, they had that back-to-back with Detroit. They lose both, and Ottawa's like, we're in, chips. And Detroit's like, we're out. Auction off Veronic. Send out Bertuzzi. Like, it's the, the East is wild. And I think, you know, LA's made some moves in the West, but we really haven't seen Dallas make a significant move. Vegas's adding of a bottom six forward is not the, the biggest thing they can do. I'd expect them to do more because that's all they've done since they've come into the league. There's thoughts from Frank that Edmonton's not done after Ekholm. There's more to be done there. Uh, you know, if you're Winnipeg, is is have you, have you done enough to secure your spot here? Minnesota's done some tinkering with some middle six guys. LA, I, LA brought in their defenseman, yeah. and goaltender. Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned that. Sorry. I did. It was yeah. just, um, <laughs> it's, only one team wins. Ber- Berkey used to say it all the time. There's only one cup going to be handed out, but there have been a plethora of first rounders and second rounders. Teams are going for it, and I, I guess they do every year. But it sure feels like this year. There's more teams willing to spend those picks than in years past. I could be well, and even teams that aren't going for it, like Arizona, are really involved. It's great to see. So here would be your uh, some of the big names left out there: James Van Riemsdyk, Flyers, uh, UFA this summer, last year of his deal. Uh, Jonathan Quick, who apparently doesn't want to be in Columbus, could be moved. I don't know who's looking for a Jonathan Quick, but no one would be surprised if he was. Brock Besser's got a year left on his deal, probably making too much money. Who, if if you know what the Canucks are doing, give us a call. It's, well, they geez, just traded another first rounder. That's yeah. two years in a row. <laughs> what? Yeah, or two out of three years. Max Domi's out there. Joel Edmondson. It's not uh, much. No, and and then if you get beyond those type of rental guys, you know there are some int- like if Calgary's going to sell, it's going to be guys the term. There's some interesting players there, but I just think 
in terms of Who's pieces you put on Vegas? a board. Look at all the firsts. Holy like, shit. Look at that. We have had trade deadlines where it's like zero or one first get moved. We're and this is at, a deep draft year. We're looking on screen. That's 12. Bertuzzi, Chikrin, Hronik, Gavrikov, Corpusalo, Ekholm, Sandin, McCabe, Lafferty, Daniel, Daniel. Uh, Janot, Meyer, O'Reilly, Achari, Tarasenko, and Horvat. All those deals, 12 of them, That's, first rounder involved. I, 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 someone, I, I'm not, like, as Red says, so do the math because I'm too lazy. But that, if it's not a record, it's got to be the, the biggest number of firsts yep. that we've seen in a long time. Well, and I don't think we've seen teams go as deep into the future with their firsts as often as we have. Like, Florida doesn't have a first till I think, 2026. Toronto's firsts are away. Leafs have given away two. The Rangers are down a few firsts. Like, teams that are in are, are realizing, like, we don't need a 28th overall pick to help us in four years. Our window's closed by then. LFG. Like, I, yeah, and you know what? I think some teams are maybe finding they can draft a little bit better, develop, and aren't as – it used to be – the only way you can win is if you draft and develop, draft and develop. I was listening to Ray Ferraro the other day. He was talking about Tampa Bay, how they moved Cal Foot in these picks. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take a look, they had that – the Perbix, and I just remember his name because it's yep. so unique. Yep. It was like a late-round pick. Yeah, He'd surpassed Cal Foot. He's now into their top six – all, basically for free. It's just the guy that kind of came in. All right, well, we can move out foot and, and more picks. Yeah. It's risky, and you have to have a lot of faith in your team and your scouting staff, their ability to find guys later in the draft or find some free agents or work different trades. Yeah. But you wonder if there's a lot of those teams saying there's too much stock being put into draft picks. Let's take what we know in the player today yeah. and worry about 2025 down the road. Well, well okay. and I think okay. the one ingredient missing there is they have to be in a contention window. If you're not a contender, it's idiotic to do that. But when you have Stamkos, Point, Hedman, Vasilevsky, all in their pro- – Kucherov, like we're talking about five guys. How many get in the hall there? Three maybe? Four? Like, of course you're, saying you're moving your first. It's like watching Pittsburgh the last 10 years. You've got Crosby and Malkin in their prime and Latang. What the hell are you doing with your first? Get them out of here. Last thing I was going to say, and we expect those will be second half to late part of the first round for oh, all yeah, those teams that sort of pick 22, 24, 26. Go ahead, Rhett. Just thoughts on. Well, I was just going to say that if people aren't treating these draft picks, so it looks like it's available now and you can go get them. If things go to shit or go to pot, you can, you can move guys next year and get a first rounder back too, right? Yeah. Like, once you move, it doesn't mean that you can't get it back. If things aren't going your way and this, the next year or the year after isn't working out how you want it, it either, it either works out so that you're doing so well that the guy's not going to get into your lineup anyway, or if things are going shitty, well, we'll trade someone and get a recoup a first rounder ourselves. Yeah. You watch what the Leafs did. Mm -hmm. They spent the third to get Shen, but Engvall left for a third. So they Mm -hmm. kind of square off. They had the first that they put in the O'Reilly deal they got a first back in the Sandine deal. Yeah. So it's not it's not all, all, all out. A lot of these teams are finding a way to kind of balance and things. One final note, and you're alluding to it. Pick 28 is not the same as pick nine. So when people are like, the LA Kings, like, geez, it wasn't that different. The package you, that got Gavrikov is from Chikrin. Like, you blew it. Well, where are the Kings picking, and where's that Senators pick? We know the Kings are likely to get in, and that's going to be a pick in the 20s. If Ottawa doesn't finish well, that still could be a top 10 pick. It's top five protected. There's a huge difference in value between six, 10 picks, to, six to 10 and something in the late twenties. Like it's not close. I think you wouldn't even accept 
two late 20 picks to get into the top 10 if you're sitting there. A top 10 pick has a way higher likelihood of producing a superstar. That's just another layer. I think we talked too binary. Oh, it's a first. It's a second. Well, you know, we wouldn't be suggesting pick six is the same as pick 32. They're, they're miles apart in value. Carolina has a, this could be an ask rat, but I'll throw it out there just for poops and giggles for P's and G's. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, very good team. They have their first round pick this year. If it is offered to Calgary for Tyler Toffoli, some sort of a deal. Maybe they want something else. Maybe there's another pick, a later pick going back. But if there is Carolina's first and Tyler Toffoli as the basis of a trade before the deadline tomorrow, do you do it? I'm going to have a hard time doing it because I think I can move to Foley next year for a first. And I think Carolina is, yeah, or the summer or whenever. I don't think getting a first for Toffoli, there's any rush for it, especially when it's going to be a late pick. Yeah, right? it's going to you be might pick be able to, 29, 30, 31. You might be able to sell them somewhere else and get picked 20, right? Like, I think that yeah. there's, there's a better move to be made. Now, if you can get their first and a good prospect or a good young cost control player, I think we're talking, but I don't think it would be a challenge for the flames to get a first for Tyler Toffoli draft week, for example, teams open up more cap space. You'll have more teams interested. Like right now, how many contenders have room for Tyler Toffoli? Not a ton. Now there's some teams that are screwing around with LTIR. So maybe he could get to a Boston, but or Toronto, but it depends on guys staying out. I just think every year you have all another year of deals coming off the books. You're at the draft. We see a lot of big deals at that time of year for that reason. You can teams have room to get well, stuff done. I don't think there's less available for Tyler Toffoli in June than what you're looking at now necessarily. Or next year at this time, and he probably can help you till then. And you can need some money. It's an expiring deal that can fit in everywhere. Right. I don't think so I'm not, I'm, that's I the thing. I, I don't know that you're maximizing Tyler Toffoli if you move him at this time. Now, like you said, would you do it for a first rounder? I don't think I would. If there's other what options. What if he's like got Henderson? 11 goals next year at this time? Well, then. That's... I don't know that I wait till next year. I'd want to know if I could extend him or trade him in the summer. I also want to know what's happening with Coronado. That's an important piece because he's a similar profile. I don't have that info yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe behind closed doors they do. Why, well, right, why did you sign Huberto if you think that Toffoli is going to go to 11? Then why weren't you scared of Huberto going? I mean, it's the same question, right? What if, what if, what if? You just got to weigh the another, odds. Here's another twist. What if it's for Michael Backlund? There's been a lot of s- suggestion that the Canes might not add wing but center and that they like Michael Backlund, which would make sense because he's a really good middle six centerman. Would you take a first for him today, or do you say, Duh. I th- this, but but this becomes the issue for me. That is, it you built this team to be competitive and to be competitive, like right now, not to be competitive to make the playoffs. You're only going to get worse down the road. And if you move Michael Backlund now, the greatest thing it didn't work out. It hasn't been so great all year. Your greatest asset there, or your strength of your team, was supposed to be goaltending and strength down the middle. Yep. Get, what have we always talked about? Well, we need another centerman so that Backlund can be a true third-line centerman. And he's been awesome at it. I still don't think he does now. Blah, blah, blah. But now you've just eliminated him. How are you fill, filling that spot next year? 
And are you dismantling the rest of the team and going in a different direction? Then yes, move Michael Backlund. But if you think you're the Islanders of last year and that you had a shitty run of luck and next year is going to be completely different, then you can't move him. He has to be there because he... What Rhett's saying, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. What's Rhett, what Rhett is saying, tied in with the uncertainty around the GM position, I just think Holden makes the most sense. Because I just, if you're sexy GM candidate, the Boomcat has been, he's waiting in the wings. He's the next GM. He comes in next summer. He's like, well, shit, I've done my deep dive. This team needs more saves and some tweaking around the edges. Fuck, why did we trade that guy? That's a, that's a huge piece. Like, if you're going now, look. If you're keeping your living, by all means, let him run a sale. He's been really good selling at the deadline. I'm not suggesting get rid of him, but him not having a contract also pickles this thing up. This is their window now. If like if there's a plan for next year, it has yeah. to involve the guy making the plan, doesn't it? Like who's even running yes. the ship? And it would be really exactly weird it. to sell apart, and the GM comes in and says, "I have a Toffoli-sized hole on the wing. What the hell? Why did you let a lame duck guy move him?" What's the direction the squad's going in? That's, if you don't have clarity on that, how can you do anything? It's like moving to Buffalo without a plan. How do you, it's, you can't do it. You don't do it. You'd never you just move don't. to another it's, country it's, it's, without it's researching right. extensively all the ramifications financially. Yes, you got to have the, the order, order, family. It's taxation. one thing to visit, yeah. but to just up and move at the drop of a hat without really assessing all yeah, of the legalities uh, involved. It would, when you put it that way, you're right, Red. That does, it just wouldn't make, it would be yeah. unorganized and completely a starter yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, we'll start it today. We'll do it tomorrow. I, uh, the calendar, it flipped. I, I'm kind of losing track of, of time. We've got tickets for Madrose pub for this game coming up on Saturday. That's the first of four games in the month of March that Madrose pub is going to be giving away to barn burner listeners slash viewers. And the first of two and four nights against the wild. That's right. Big the wild on a Saturday is actually a draw. Weird. Do yep. not be fooled. Kirill Kaprizov superstar. Yeah. James Van Riemsdyk and who else? JT Miller and Brock Besser and the Minnesota wild coming to town on, on Saturday night sure that's what will happen in the next 24 hours but we will have the tickets to give away be monitoring your twitters your instagrams your social media and join us on the show tomorrow we'll have the details it's as a madrose pub great food great people great tickets all here on barn burner great hoodies dean oh look at you product placement <sighs> that is a risky hoodie right there baby white after labor day with two seven-year-olds? Yeah, all that's risky. I don't even care about after Labor Day. I just, I like it. It looks sharp. Very white. That pizza sauce. It's a is it, it, do, you, do you have to spray it down like you put in your carpets or on your couches? They got that fabric, Scotch whatever. Yeah, I got Scotch a barber who's painting my white Madrose hoodie. Something like that. Uh, I Yeah, I, I've walked up to the table with passed on and just said, can't even get within five feet. Like, peel it off. Let's go. Can't, can't, yeah. can't do it. 15 Royal Vista Place, Madrose Pub. Order online, madrose.pub. Have one of the delivery spots. They'll bring it to you right to your door. Great food, pizza, pasta, steaks. It's not bar food. This is a real legit restaurant in the back, and they are firing out great food every single day. Madrose Pub. Check out their website, daily specials as well. Thank you, Madrose. Tickets coming up on the show. Watch socials. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Pinder Report coming up mm. in, uh, in just a moment. But um, 
we do this weekly and still you try as a friend to point people you you kind of just ease them towards something it's a little nudge if when you try and be overly convincing and say here's what you need to do why don't you do this already it's not not everybody is receptive we've been telling Rhett to go and visit outdoor dental for weeks now months even months dr j patel has said i can help Rhett. I've seen the video evidence week after week on Barnes. Sleeping on the beach in Florida? I've seen it. It's just a matter of time until something happens, either physically or something breaks or there's damage. It's falling asleep at work. The fireworks are going off. Take a look at this week. Look at poor Red here. He's watching the Flames game. He's got the laptop. Oh, he's taking that's your game taking notes. notes. Hey, Red. Taking your yeah. game notes. Focus. Okay, that's a whole first shot in the goal. Oh, look, look at, hang on to it. You're going to drop buddy, it. Buddy, buddy. Oh. Right. Not nice of the shoveler to be taking this video and not. No, no. Save the shoveler. Oh, it's an expensive computer. Oh, fa- See, because you're falling asleep because of the app, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Son of a. See? Bet. Come on, bet, bro. Dude. I knew <laughs> <laughs> dude, I gotta put this on YouTube. See, that's not Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad, dude. Now you need to go. And <laughs> what we do that's why I built that. That's why I built that belly so I could plop it on like there. Just stay. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to stay there. Put some cashews up there and just hang out. Once again, don't be like Rhett. Go to Outdoor Dental and visit Dr. J. Patel. Snoring treatments, it's the laser treatment that they have for their dental work. It also works for your snoring treatments. Two 15-minute treatments. It increases the tension in the, on your soft palate. That's what ends up nine times, ten times out of ten, uh, leading to your snoring. It's non-surgical. It's pain-free. And as I said, two treatments, you're going to notice a world of difference and... You sleep better. You feel better. Those around you are happier to be around you. All of that. And you don't need to buy new laptops. The other thing. You're not going to fall mom. asleep and just drop it. Another big takeaway. I didn't realize crop top season's here, but it must be warm. very, very warm in Buffalo. And Rhett, uh, always ahead of the curves in fashion. We're taking notes. Crop tops are in for uh, 2023 that spring. That was and Razor at the coffee shop. Too, eh? Yeah, Sleeve Monster got him on. Yeah, the sleeve. <laughs> The sleeve monster got them already. We had a couple sleeve monsters at the old place, didn't we? I recall us talking about sleeve monsters. Yeah. Yeah. The website is outdoor.dental. Jay Patel, great guy. One of the best at what he does. And again, the laser that they have, it's one of... It's one of the only ones in Calgary. You're not going to go into your run-of-the-mill dental office and find this thing. Solera. Outdoor.dental. Find the website. Book yourself in. Go for a consultation. Learn more about it. They've got all the details, obviously. And uh, change your life. Feel better. Feel confident. Said he's coming back. I mean, he'd be an idiot not to go to Doctor J when he's back. We'll book you in if you if you come my back. My mom is pumped. My mom is pumped right now. The DUG needs to get in to see Doctor J. Is that right? The DUG the DUG is in Australia, and now my mom can sleep for a month. Have we connected him with Aussie Brad yet, or no? Uh, still further north. There's no sense yet. Okay, not yet. Well, Keep I'll send a note to to Doctor J. He will for sure get him in. He'll get him in. Little the, the the topical cream you don't even come on come on Doug poor mama how long has he been snoring Steal like that. forever she's not sleeping oh decades it's of rank, sleep man yes 
decades. And I, I'm like, Mom, why do you sleep in there? Like, go somewhere else. Uh, old school, right? Just old farmers. They can't change. Yeah. She's in love. She loves the the DUG. Yeah. Is he doing any That's fishing nice. down there? With that fish no, Doug doesn't do uh, hobbies and stuff like that. He's working. Okay. He's a working man, yeah, Dean. Of course he is. Of course he is. Let's do the Pinder report, shall we? Lots going on. This trade deadline day thing that they've got for Frank tomorrow, we'll talk about it later. What, what the hell are they going to do all day? Well, and he's not the only one. I, I saw uh, Sarah Sivian, who is a longtime Canes beat reporter. She tweeted out, NHL.com, 10 hours live. Yeah. Like, kill yourself. 10 hours tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> what? We were going to take the day off. I, I mean, I still could. If there was actually a lot of moves we made, we could clear out and say, just watch Frank's show. But I mean, the insider cam, he's going to be sitting on the toilet just reading one of those fact books. No, because we, uh, you know, if Kerr wants to do it, because Kerr is chomping at the bit, right? Oh, he's just, yeah. So uh, what time, what are we doing? What's uh, what's happening for the, why don't we get out of the way and let him come in early and just go? He'd be happy to do it. Yeah, well, what the, that's why it. we have this platform is so that we can adapt and adjust. Mm-hmm. You know what, Rhett? I wouldn't do it to our to our listeners. Not not, not oh, geez, because wow. of Kerr, but we are Ooh. here. We have sponsors that we need to take care of. Sponsors have come on board. We need to be fair so to you them. Can't mention, you can't mention. The, so Rob Kerr, a career broadcaster, couldn't mention these I'm sure things? Could, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, oh. he hasn't tried the wings at Mad Rose. I don't know that he knows they're baked after they're fried. Just Does so he know about the potato blower. salad? Hey, you don't need to four tell me not to week. tomorrow. Four-day four work week. Man. Four day it week. is the Finder Report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. They'll be at work tomorrow. You want to go in, sell them your used car. You want to go see the new CRV hybrid. Hey. You want to test drive a new vehicle. They'll be there. I'll... Get some Guaranteed. cash in your hand in 24 hours. Um, go do it. Villagehonda.com, the website, that used car. They're still buying used cars. If you have one, 24 hours, you're going to get your cash. It'll be on their lot. They will thank you for it. No obligation appraisal today. Stop by the Northwest Auto Mall and visit Village Honda, your dealership for life. They present the Pinder Report. Fellas, game day, as noted. Leafs in town. The one visit of the season. Always uh, an elevated atmosphere at the Scotiabank Saddledome. For the lone visit for the almighty center of the universers. Let's have a look at the Calgary Flames line. Slight tweak ahead of that Bruins matchup. And uh, yeah, same, same. We've seen the same lines for quite some time. Walker Dewar has been excellent, fellas. And that fourth line's come back to life. Walker Dewar! So Milan Lucic can thank him. All those setups Luch had was all from... Shout out to the... Walker Dewar! Walker Dewar! South Dakota, represent... Sioux Falls? Sioux Falls, Sioux City. I was going to say that's what I'm going to name my kid, but I already got kids, so I can't really. Walker Dura Warner. You haven't had a vasectomy. You're going to have another one any day. Sioux City Sasbro. Is that a good Sasbro? I think there's certain activities that have to take place. I'm not sure that that's part of it. Yeah, I want to have a few pointers. Carry on, Pinder. 
Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you very much. There's got uh, you, know, you got to do something. Let's there, pan sorry. down to the defense pairs. We saw Mackenzie Weger playing with Rasmus Anderson on the top pair against Boston. Everything looked good against Boston, so I don't want to read too much into that. We'll keep watching that. That leaves Hannafin and Tanev on the opposite sides of the ice is what you see here on this chart because someone at Daily Faceoff's got whiskey in the coffee. Whiskey! Same with Rasmus Anderson. Nikita Zadorov and Dennis Gilbert are on the right sides there. So one for three. You're going to the Hall of Fame in baseball. Good work, fellas. Uh, standing, sorry, well, let's go Leafs first. Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. Last night, shellacked in Edmonton. Not good. Best players weren't their best players. And yeah, they got McDavid pretty darn good. Really didn't generate much. It was not the uh, high-octane Leafs who come to expect. And I don't know if that's good or bad news for the Flames tonight. Sheldon but they Keefe. certainly didn't leave it all on the ice in Edmonton last night. Sheldon Keefe was surly post-game. Yeah, surly. guys, we didn't compete. We didn't do anything out there. Our best players. The other team was ready to compete. We were not. Uh, that whole Sheldon I like Keefe. Surly Keefe. Yeah, he was Surly Keefe last yeah. night. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, not really close. I think the scoring chances were like a billion to zero. It was not close. And oh, it was 5-1. There. A lot. They got there it is. two dislodged. <laughs> See, that's copying. Now, look, that's good work on the head transplants. But, yeah, mm. it's a good meme. Don't mind it. Oh, boy. <laughs> who is, is on that? the right there? Anyway. Is that Randy Carlyle? I don't know who it is. It's what? good, though. Oh, dear. Anyway. Oh, is that that doing for? this one? Uh, how are we doing this one tonight? So I'd assume it's a seven. It's a Thursday. It's a seven. Yeah. Nine o'clock Eastern. Sorry for oh, all you Leaf fans back lots in Ontario. Players. I know we got lots of Ontario people watching right yeah, now. No, we don't change the time zones when the Leafs pass through. Didn't, isn't I'm that a thing? I'm shocked. I'm shocked it's yeah. not You're six playing this or at 5 30, 30, 4 o'clock. Yeah. Huh. Sorry. Uh, we talked about uh, one of the Achilles heels of the Flames being their net mining this season has not been up to par after allowing the fewest five-on-five -five goals in the entire league last year. One of the culprits has been uh, not a particular goalie, but a particular time in the game. Someone finally went and did the legwork, sifting through line by line of play by play. The Calgary Flames have allowed a goal on the first five shots of a game in half of their games. Oh. <laughs> so oh. quickly run through the math with me. Five shots. If you let one in, that's four or five. That's 800 net mining. Now, that's assuming you've only ever let in one in the first five, not more than one. And we know that there's been two on two a few times this year. They are getting sub 800 net minding on the first five shots of the game. Not Which, good. That's so you're always the first coming five. from behind, I guess. Is, okay. Yeah, the zero wins when trailing after 40 as well. Mix that in. Mm. It's been tough. It feels like it's time to ride Markstrom. So says the coach. We'll see how he looks in the first five shots tonight, and I'll tell you how I feel about it, guys. <laughs> Get me through the Maybe first five. Just the first. There's no first five shots anymore. They got eight up there. Come on in. You're good. Now, is that the players' game. fault? They're giving up quality scoring early in the game? They're not ready to go? Yes. that on some nights that is the case. I remember the Islanders game. The shots were like 11 to 1, and then it was like, breakaway or Dan Vladar oh, breakaway man. against uh was it Phoenix the other day a line a, a, line a early Columbus but game. then there's also like yeah. in Colorado I don't know that the first two going eh, or was it Colorado it was the Bruins game where Bruins like game. none of those Orlov ones are great A's I'm sorry so we've seen no, it all right we've seen good chances go yeah. in and shitty chances go in in the first so five it's shots not just the team okay well there's yeah. hey it's nice to have things to work on isn't it and uh, let's see what they have to work on in the standings because uh, here they are. This work needs to be done if they want to get into the dance here. 
We know eight teams will get in from the West, and uh, all of those eight teams separated by six points. Vegas, LA, Edmonton, Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado, Seattle, Winnipeg. Those are your eight playoff teams that stand six points separating them all. Huh? No. You're five back, and I've circled points percentage. Edmonton's in a wild card. Seattle's third in the Pacific based on points percentage. Two games in hand, two points back for Seattle. Winnipeg? Like, someone's going to have to mess something up here to really open the door for the Flames, and the Flames are going to have to play well here. We understand those things, right? No, I don't understand. Well, if the Flames don't win another game, not the max number of points they can get, obviously, is 67. That won't be enough, by my sources are telling me. And at this point. Yeah. So, win win some games. Win some uh, games. My takeaway from that, Ryan. Good stuff. Great takeaway. Let's move to uh, anniversaries. We love it. We could have done McLeod Law, another uh, trip down memory road today. Is that right? And this one has got many angles of backpack in it because it was on this day. Memory lane, not road. When Retro was seated at center ice and we honored, as Calgarians, the greatest flame of all time, in my humble opinion. 12 went to the rafters. Aginla spoke. It's a hot take. Connie told some jokes. Everyone was laughing. Noodles was here. Rhett was getting wasted. There's Peter Marr. Oh, Peter Marr. And do you remember? Dinger was cheering. I do. Talking my ear off. What happened after this? Backpack. What happened? Tell us. No, you tell us. It's your thing. Mike fucking Smith went behind his net, made a campfire for 10 minutes in the wild, (laughs) won a game, just when the Flames started to play well. He ruined it for everyone. There's so long. So long. It was great. I I knew this happened because on my phone, you get the photos, the uh, everything. Hey. Yeah, yeah. There was so much energy in the building that night, and stupid Mike Smith was. So you got the notification of the this happened Ruined. on this date, but you don't have Jerome texting you on that phone. He won't call you back. Yeah, no, I sent him a note the other day. He didn't answer either. And look at him there. Now, you had a picture of that old bugger a couple days ago. That's a different face. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's just a simple bick on the, on the roof. That's all he needed. That's a different face. It's not face. a different face. It's mean. Yeah, I, I bet if we were to run into Ig right now, He's probably really let himself Wouldn't go. recognize him, I bet. Hey, Dean. Probably got some mustard <laughs> on the side case. of his jib. Iggy shouldn't be wearing that that's that hoodie. He gets Take food all over it. Was that, was that the video of Iggy, not Rhett? Has he lost it? Yeah, with, dropping <laughs> laptops. No, put it together, Jerome. <laughs> Iggy's fine. He's in great shape. Come on back. His jerseys look good the other night, too, for warm-ups. Yeah. Okay, one? that's the flame story. Let's, nope. let's get to the NHL story. We have more trades to announce. You're going to want to hear this, Rhett. Lars frickin' Eller. Is he still playing? Now getting a bottle of wine. It was perfect. Still playing. Still playing and apparently getting moved for a second rounder. Good work, Washington. Christ. He's 72 years old. He's older than Iggy. Good grief. Now, did, did Lars Eller have a kid named Lars Eller? Is that what's happened here? Is this Lars Eller? The yeah, that's Lars, Lars boy, Lars. Colorado knows <laughs> Colorado, what they're doing. they know what they're doing. They brought in an ancient Cogliano last year, and they won the cup. We're not, didn't, we're not didn't, making fun of Colorado. They know what they're doing. Didn't he get moved for a second about a decade ago? Maybe. I mean, that sounds about right. His brother was playing for the Oil Kings, remember? Lars have Eller. not heard this man's name since Dallas Lincolns. Lars. Lars, well, all of a sudden, he might be on the big board for the playoff draft. Like, if you're doing a fantasy pool, that's a guy. If Colorado's going to play 23 games, <laughs> why not take Lars Eller? He's relevant again. Uh, more trades. The Ghost Bear 
he remember when uh, Philly's like, this guy can't play, take a second rounder and pay him and go away. They also got a third rounder trading him away to someone else after he got his game back. And Carolina, of course, are buying low-ish on the market, going at Shane Goss to spare. Nice little offensive add to their blue line for just a third. That sounds like a Carolina thing to do, doesn't it, Rhett? They're not getting involved in bidding wars. They're going outside the box again. Yeah, they must know things people don't. Like, yeah, they do. I really like smart. that trade. Um, you know what you might like or you might laugh at, but probably both, is look at how many picks the Coyotes have after the swap. Well, maybe not after the swap. I guess it's after the other swap. Um, five first-rounders, 11 seconds, and nine-thirds in the next four years. So, wait. That's too many players. You can't even. That's you No. Yeah, you you know what it your is. That's more it's, than your roster. Three seconds, and I'm going to take your 16th overall pick. Let's go. And I'm going to take that 16 and put it with my four, and I'm going to move up to one, and I'm getting Bedard, whatever it is. So on one end, you've got teams saying, here, take our firsts. Picks are overrated. Arizona's like, give me all your picks. And why wouldn't they at this point? And here's, here's my, my, uh, my thesis on what's going to happen to Arizona. All good. And you I ready for it? Yeah, seriously. I don't know if this is a backpack or not. They will be very competitive in three or four years when either A, there's a rink in Tempe, or B, you moved them the fuck out of Phoenix because you couldn't get the rink in Tempe done. That's when, if you want to maximize value for this franchise as an owner, you're good. And I think Bill Armstrong has played this brilliantly acquiring assets here. Hello, See. Bill. Hello, Bill. Uh, they made another deal. We'll allude to that in a moment. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks still really don't want to draft with their first rounder, Rhett. They add... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ella Peronic, Grondog from the Detroit Red Wings, who suddenly went liquidation mode yesterday. Peronic to Detroit, a first rounder going back and a second. He's got one year left on a deal paying him in the mid fours. 
RFA when it expires. And that's just as the Tyler Myers deal comes off the books. Um, and that's a, that's a 2023 first round. This is a deep draft. It's auto protected. I'm sure. And remember they but... gave up number nine overall Dylan Gunther in the OEL trade. This is two first rounders in three years. They've moved. Fuck are you doing? Wow. Things are going so well. You don't need your picks. Remember? Yes, it's, that's right. And, uh, you know, clearly in the same spot as all these contenders, they're already capped out for next year. Let's have a <laughs> And does this not feel like one of those things? Stevie Y is going to absolutely slam dunk oh, this first round pick. Dude, it's going to be high too. Like, I know it's probably protected at a certain extent. It can't be Bedard, but yeah, Detroit, this is this is Stevie Y being smart and Vancouver convincing themselves they're good. Canucks over the cap for next year already. <laughs> 83.6 committed <laughs> and they still have RFAs and empty roster spots. Jimbo would be so proud of these guys. The legacy lives on. Speaking of dunking, there is no one you like dunking on more than Vancouver. It's just incredibly inept. It's like early Kate's Oilers. It's, it's, it's and like there's the Oilers. Yeah. You couldn't do a worse job. Like if you had, okay, we're going to let this uh, grade seven class for a year run the Canucks, they wouldn't make blunders like that. <laughs> but Philip, Philip Hironic is going to be better than the first round pick, isn't he? No, but they put themselves I over mean, the but, caps. But he's, uh, yeah, it's like, it's it's the price you'd have to pay to get a Philip Hironic type guy. It's not an overpay. It's just where they are in their, their life cycle. This makes no sense. Like, you're, they don't you're know where they are. Out. You've committed to JT Miller. You're getting older. You just added six years of OEL. You don't want to get rid of Bo, your captain. <laughs> like if Tampa does it, I get it. It's great. They're in a window to win now. Got four more great. years of Oliver Ekman Larson. At seven plus Dean. Remember when? 7.26. That might be one of the worst deals we'll witness in our life in this league. Number nine overall. Oh my God. Good player, Ronick. And one thing to think about, Vancouver scores five. He's uh, okay. he's gonna put some points, I think, down the stretch here. I'm not just saying that because I'm in fantasy. Please, 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 yeah. please, please. He's okay. Uh, Vegas added bottom six checker Teddy Bluger. It's a good name, Teddy Bluger. That feels great. like an American college guy, doesn't it? Teddy Bluger. It does. The Teddy for sure. Yeah, Teddy's. You don't. Somebody hear... else would do Ted. Yeah, no Canadians. There's yeah. no Teddies. It's all Americans that are Teddy. Teddy Vandermeer. He was Ted. Did you see yeah, Pete Vandermeer? The There's no Teddy you, for the Vandermeer. Did you oh, see fuck. Pete Vandermeer? When? Just recently. Usually you don't want someone. to. No, it, I, I think it, uh, that's that kind of video. It was senior hockey. I'm not sure. Yeah. You'll, oh, you'll see him, boy. and then you'll see a fist right in your mouth. And then the thereafter. ambulance backs yeah. out to center ice. Oof. Pow. Tough. Uh, Granlin gets move. Marcus, Mikhail, one of them. There's Marcus, still, good one. still playing. Yeah. He's uh there's a lot of uh a lot of second round pick. There's some moaning and crying in Pittsburgh that uh Ron Hextall doesn't know what he's doing. Because they had uh Kapanen, lost waivers, him, then spend a second to get Grandland back. Not to say that Grandland isn't better than Bluger out for a third. Happening, but I think uh, the challenge you find yourself in is that they're not a great team, but they still have those superstars that you want to be competitive for. And I think Ron Hextel's best work is rebuilding. They're very old. They can't really rebuild with Latang, Crosby, and Malkin still yeah. there. Hmm. 
Bertuzzi gets moved this morning. That's Tyler from Detroit to Boston because why not? The Bruins had another, a first, sure. So Detroit yesterday, Rhett, added two firsts and a second. <laughs> That's Stevie Y. He's good. Fourth. Well Stevie done. Y. Now, well done. again, Tyler Bertuzzi feels oh, yeah. like a Bruin. Yep, dirt ball. Right. Just like Garnet Hathaway felt like a Bruin. Greasy. Yeah. He's going to be good. And Hall and Felino are on IR. We have Bruins injury notes there. I know that's later in the script, but we can jump on it now because it's topical and you got the lines up. Um, that allows them Hall even more Felino cap space. Got almost bucks of cap space now with Felino and Hall out. If they were to remain injured all the way through to the playoffs, you could fill that void. So hmm. when was that Felino and Hall come back, you're going to take out Frederick. And Greer, and you look, look at that lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is why when people are like, send Milan to Boston, I'm like, they don't need a 16th forward. Milan can't crack this lineup, right? But he's not going to play. That's not a shot of Milan. Draft. That's how it's deep they nice are. Thing. Yeah, but I think people are saying send Milan to Boston as a courtesy if Boston would be that kind. Let's bring Milan yeah, back. Just, like, Good. It would be well, lovely. Why do you care? And the Flames. What do you care? I just don't see. Yeah. So what they trade care? for him and they put him in the effing rafters. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Five point two five million against the cap. That's the difference. Hey, uh, Bruins weren't done. The flames also. If the Flames had class, shut up. If the Flames had class, they'd just say we'll pay for his contract, take him, and go. You can do that, right? You can eat the cap hit. Part of it. Half. Uh, and then get Arizona well, how did to they take get... another 25%. Yeah. That's yeah, the broker. Come on, Pinder, use your yeah. head. So he can be their 17th forward. Figure it out. When, when Hall and Felino are back. It doesn't matter with you. Uh, Injuries happen, Ryan. Staying with Bruins. Fast to the minor and Greer. We don't have to keep those guys yeah, Now, we thought Rosie. David Pasternak had a chance here to become the highest paid player in the NHL. That is not a homeless man. That's David Pasternak signing a contract that will pay him over $90 million over the next eight years. He avoids free agency. And dare I suggest he leaves a lot of money on the table as the billion dollar IOU that the owners are holding for the players is almost paid off. The cap is almost about to jump and he locks in at 11 and a quarter, which is a lot of money, but will not be a lot of money in five years for a guy that's Looks like he could score 50 in his sleep. Who the hell are you to judge him? He can do what he wants. Good for him. He, and you know what? To, again, you say, you, know, you sound like you sound like the idiots sure. at the PA. You got to get the mouse anywhere. Don't worry about if you're happy or not. And money, money, money. He's got more bloody money than he'll ever spend. Who the AAV, 11 and a half? 11 and a quart? 11 and a quart? I mean, that's not leaving money on the table. You don't think he gets 13 in free agency? But you make it sound as though this is some big hometown no, discount. No, no, no. I think it is a hometown discount. Um, I think it's a discount too, but that's the whole point is yeah. he's not a, earned the right to decide whatever the F he wants. And you're going to judge yeah. him for, oh, so he's so he's going to have $100 million instead of 105 No, no, no. I'm like, not saying it's a bad decision. I'm saying he's left money on the table. And if you're going to stay in a place you like and win cups, it's great. I think he's set himself up to do that. This is a really nice. You know David what else Pasternak he's done? He's sold himself up if things go to shit. And he wants to get traded down the road. He can, because he will mm-hmm. be worth eleven and a quarter, and someone else will be doing cartwheels to bring him in. Uh, uh, David's a Bruin. He wants to be a Bruin. He's a Bruin. 
Have a day, David Pasternak. 11 sheets a year. Yeah, give me a pen. Can I, is this the paper here? I'll just sign it. Thanks. You should use your thumbprint. A lot of hockey there, fellas. I'm sorry. I, I apologize to Frank Cerebelli and everyone else. I don't know how many trades are going to be tomorrow. Um, we do Why have an update. For... Frank wouldn't Did you notice Dean's been in a better mood the last two days? He was an absolute sourpuss on Monday. And been really good mood yesterday. Not true. Had a great chat. Great mood today. I'm pissed right off. He's been uh, a great teammate around here. Not true. And you know why? Because we got into his hands that Bob Ross positive energy drink. Eh? You just chucking those things left and right, boom, boom? We found a retailer in Calgary. Thank you to our friends on Instagram who sent us the location of a store. You can get your Bob Ross positive energy drink. That's kind of you, but I don't need them. I'm very yeah, pleasant no, and upbeat. Yeah, you don't need them like you don't need to wear those sunglasses and the lights. You know, or sleep. You don't need sleep. For the Bob Ross drink, check out Toost Convenience out by the airport. I've seen it there with a ton of other imported candy, chocolate chips from all over the world. Small, but the best different treats in the sea. So there Shut up. Shout out to uh, the Bob Ross energy drink. <laughs> Finally, because Boom's such, in such a good mood today, That's Rhett, right. we're going to send him out with a big old smile. Now, what, what was the thing that Boom would do at the old shop if there was like five minutes to kill at the end of the show, or he just wanted to throw the, the, the middle finger at the boss for a bit, what would he do to wrap things up? Do you remember? I think he called it the bird going in the air. The bird in the air. Like now, the thing about the bird in the air is that's, that's, that's an absolute mammoth of a guitar solo, right? Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard the solo on bagpipe? Can't say I have. You're about to. Is that right? You ready? All right. This is putting the bird in the air with the backpack. Oh, bird in the air. Bird in the air. Ready? So this is the end, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Come on, lady. Got some lungs because this goes on for another eight minutes. That's why you throw the bag full of air. Working. Yeah, working. (laughs) The Pinder Report? That's the Pinder Report. Brought to you by Village Honda. That's an absolute banger of a bagpipe solo. Best I've ever heard. For our positive friend. I do love it when the bird's in the air. Do love it. Village Honda, not only new cars, used cars. I mean, it's the, you know what's going on up there. Those detailing packages continue. It's going to be awfully, uh, you were getting chirped. Mucky. For having a dirty vehicle. Seventy nine ninety five detailing packages. They start there. Inside, outside, underneath. Take care of your vehicle. Mm-hmm. The harsh elements of winter do wreak havoc on your car. Book your detailing package today online villagehonda.com your dealership for life in the northwest ottawa so here's the problem it's been mucky it's been colder it's warming up it's only going to get muckier what is the move when do i go to village honda to wash it because i don't want to drive up there wash it only to be coming back in a mud bath it's dirty See, it's going to be dirty the next day. do i wait it out or do i just have to 
bite the bullet and clean it for an hour. Don't detail it See, now. Okay. Just. I, uh, I just went through this. I just went through this. I had to get a vehicle when I got down here, and I washed it for the first time on Monday. <laughs> Have some pride. And they use salt. Idiot. Yeah, it's not like you're in Arizona. You washed it once. That's appalling. Think of the buildup of wall? boogs on oh. the pillar. Gross. Under the seat? That thing. I didn't clean the inside. Shit. I'm talking about yeah, just the outside. I didn't clean the inside. What are you talking well, about? Well, that's what we're talking about. If you haven't cleaned the outside in six fucking months, how many boogers are hanging off there? You're dragging about two extra well, pounds. Of hanging because I haven't cleaned the inside, but the outside looked sharp for a day. That's awful. I don't Hi, know. Once again, it's Boomer. Hey, boom. It's Boomer. Shut up. It's Boomer. Host of the Barnburner podcast. As an avid hockey lover, Dean Barnes has collected the 100 plus rookie cards of every black and biracial player to ever play a game in the National Hockey League. You can hear from Dean himself as he interviews players from his collection on the My Hockey Hero podcast. It is sponsored by eBay Canada, which incidentally, is uh, where he almost exclusively found all of the player cards, was right on eBay. Hosted by Dean, all kinds of interviews, as we mentioned. It's suitable. It's a great listen for every hockey fan in your family. Sponsored by eBay Canada, proudly supporting hockey equality. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm all for uh, a podcast with a Dean who's in great spirits. I'm sure Dean Barnes is in a great mood. I think so. Don't know any deans that aren't. Show us that Lindy again. Up for grabs. Get it. It's a beauty. You know, the thing about these unis are, you know what they look, they look so much better in person with the uh, name bars and numbers, right? And like, I'll say this, it was a rough era for the flames, but the color scheme is dominant. Uh, They wore them again. uh, Have you come around at all on, on the, the logo? There's a lot it of just people. could be better. The color scheme's elite, and the logo is a solid 7 out of 10. The color scheme's a 10. Yeah, I, I, I'm good with it. It's a flaming donkey. Rhodesy. Travis Rhodes and the people over at the Hearing Loss Clinic have uh, hooked us up with a couple jerseys. We're going to do the, uh, the Elias Lindholm. There it is, hearingloss.ca. But follow along on their social media, our social media, and we will give that away. A bunch of... Uh, Bunch of entries came in yesterday. We announced it oh, yesterday, yeah. probably early next week. Eh? Eh? We'll give everybody, it's already Thursday, tomorrow. All kinds of things happening next week. You know, when Lindholm is. Dude, there was a Carolina, dude at the no gym down can. here with, with one of those. He had a t-shirt on with the horse head on it, but no sleeves. It was, I was like, wow. It's another sleeve monster. Did you go oh, up yeah. and say, hey, you know, I wore that, eh? Hey, you know me? Hey. Hey. Uh, fours hey. here. Fours. Please leave me alone. I'm trying to work out. Hey. I w- no, listen. Hey. You want to come? Want me to sign that? I'll clean, sign that for you. Clean the boogs out of my truck. It's filthy. It's disgusting. Oh. I haven't washed it once in like six months. Giving your boogs. I think we're ready for Ask Red. How about you? I got one this week. Do you? Yeah. Sweet. Thinking about it. It's Ask Red. You won't see your your laptop got smashed, oh, no. so I will no. take a, I'll take care of all the uh, the questions for you. 
It is a presentation, a proud presentation of Hope Street Rental Property Management every Thursday here in the program. You can email askret at flamesnation.ca. But it's all about Hope Street, managing tenants, finding those premium rental rates, allowing you to not worry. Put it out of your mind. It's no hassle when you hook up with Hope Street. Book a virtual meeting online. Let Hope Street get to work for you. They are the property manager of the year in our fine country. Locations in Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. The website is hopestreet.ca. And this is Ask Rhett. So basically for 10 minutes, you get to be Rhett's apprentice, and you can just pick away at that massive bank of wisdom. And boogs. Pick away. (laughs) Hey, Rhett. This is from Jared. I am going to the Sabres-Rangers game next Saturday. I've not been to Buffalo before looking for good places to eat slash drink near the area or downtown. And where should we stay for the night? Thanks, Jared. Stay at the Marriott Harbor Center because it is connected to the arena. Lovely view. It's the hotel is a okay. So the first five floors are parking garage. The sixth floor is a double ice rink where the kids practice and above that the seventh floor and up is the hotel so you get amazing views there's a restaurant called panorama in there high-end restaurant just down the street uh is the is it the seneca casino i believe there's a casino down the street as well as the hofbra house where you can go and have the steins and it's a hell of a time don't go too early because after 10 the kids have to leave and the party really starts so go there and yeah you'll be all You'll be all taken care of. Lots to going on. Do, do they have the servers that have the uh, the leader hosen and hold like eight mm-hmm. steins in each hand? Oh, mm-hmm. talented, very talented. You had a lot of support for work? the because last week we had Mark chime in about the wedding buffet with the pierogies. Yeah, a lot of support. You struck a chord. There were a lot of people who I think were inspired that to grab a hold of if you're doing any wedding planning, let everything else go control the menu especially the midnight snack type stuff yeah control the menu. uh hey Rhett, m&ms or smarties uh, canadian both american none because they taste different but i would okay. i would go m&m i would go m&m i was gonna ask if they had smarties in the states i knew they were the M&Ms are different, but there are American Smarties that aren't as good. Actually, that that's a good point. I don't know if there are. But see, yeah. well, I'm I'm leaning towards the M&M because the shoveler's got an M&M addiction, and mm. she can't seem to push them away. She's got them stashed into little nooks and crannies throughout the house. The house. Yep. Yeah. But we don't traditionally find many Smarties laying around, so. So which, look, there it is. Yeah, wow. Same Gosh. damn thing. That's tail as old as time which m&m because you've got the peanut you got the chocolate you got the peanut butter the whatever there's a bunch well i housed a gummy yesterday and then i proceeded to house a big jar of chocolate covered almonds and they had the sea salt and the chocolate and it was phenomenal just like couldn't stop could not stop so I like I like the chocolate with the nut inside. Yeah, I do. I Those do. are called turbinados, aren't they? Something like that. When you get the almond covered with the dark chocolate and then sea salt on the outside. Sure. 
Oh, yeah, what? Loves him. Fills her suitcase every oh. time she comes back from California. So good. Yeah, this this is a follow-up from, uh, again, I can't say who, and I kind of let the cat out of the bag yesterday, uh, mm. from uh, GK, uh, <laughs> about the sweaty meat product you had in your... Uh, uh, is it true that it was not, a, in fact, a brisket that you had in it's your... True. A sweaty brisket that you had in this in the pot it's or whatever. But, yes, it's true. It was so what you have? Chuck roast. Okay, because again, the the briskets are big, right? It's a big, it's a big slab of meat. Wasn't sure how no, you were fitting that in. Yeah, all kinds of holes in the story. Say, I think this things sounding a yeah, little. I don't fishy. think. Uh, GK is any more uh, convinced that that was a good idea or that's the way you should be doing business, but, uh, well, GK should know. stop by and eat some of my food at some point. I don't think he'd be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Hey, Rhett, you've been away from Calgary for quite a while now. What food do you miss the most? All of it. I tell all my loser people down here that the food in Alberta is better. Alberta beef cannot be beat it's not a joke it's not a, it, it's not even close milk products they last for six months here like that's you go buy a jug you get you go buy a jug of milk and it lasts forever my wife and i were in a store the other day and there was chocolate milk but it was organic uh, it was an organic chocolate milk sitting out just sitting out no no refrigeration needed apparently for this sort of stuff so the way they treat food is appalling down here it's disgusting food if you turn on the tv it's food it's drugs it's it's medical it, the, all the advertising is for shit things it's that aren't good for you it's craziness down here hmm. honest to god I, i'm not lying yeah, the food is just better in canada all I of it have friends that won't eat meat when they travel to the states but they will hear no sweat I've been very curious about when you see the milk that's just sitting out in like those Tetra packs, those things on the shelf yeah. or the meat that sits in the plastic bag. Yeah. Like jerky is one thing, but I still feel like that's kind of, you got to shut. Here's some oh. sausage. Not sure. Call me fancy. I guess I need my sweaty meat fresh. Hey, Rhett. Looking to spice things up in the bedroom with the missus. Any recommendations? Yes. Wait, wait. There's a website or an app. It's called Couples. There you go. Done. Bam. Haven't used it. Saw it the other day. Don't need to. Why would you need it? Yeah, I mean, right? I'm so busy. Hey, in the even the greats are always improving. Don't need it. McDavid's the last guy off the ice at practice. Don't give me this nonsense. Gretzky ran at ice at 5 a.m., even if he was partying the night before. The greats never stop. You're always working on tailoring game. your game. Yeah. So, not yeah. nothing yeah. specific? I was kind of, that, I was looking forward to the answer from Well, that. maybe he could explain what the app's about, and then that would be a little more specific. Yeah, I don't even know, but I just saw it. This would be a good thing. So you want to go yeah. into bedroom talk? Can I, should I bring the shoveler in and just Once we you, can talk I, about it? I'd watch that. <laughs> Spice things up in the bedroom. He's just wondering what is, you know, where, how We do you... should start a shoveler sex column. She can come on once a week and answer with this part of Ask Red. Be one, I think what it'd be the a hit. Are you out. asking me for sex advice now? So I'm going to talk about, like, get the out of here. 
It's not. Let's not say. Wasn't well, a hockey question. What do you do? That uh, <laughs> he's just kind of could be. I'm gonna throw it. Okay, let's. Well, let's debate this. I feel like this is what we do on the show. What are you guys up to lately? And you guys got lots of new moves that you're pulling off. You get approached <laughs> with different. I'll yeah. uh, I'll say that it's it's not a bad idea to send the kids somewhere else and go out for a nice candlelit dinner. And I know you're mm. big into writing notes. You know, dude, the mind is the largest erogenous zone. That's a big Lebowski line. Anyway, I'd say it was a romantic dude. Doesn't have to be graphic. I'm it's pretty open there. about my life, but there are certain things I feel like are going too far. Right. I just love even candles yeah exactly you know some maybe some music well, what or... the f does can oh that's original that listen you idiot if you haven't tried candles go ahead i guess i don't know like, candles music oh, a swing oh, 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 hey well, what candles, kind of moves whatever, are you guys you know? falling off like it's like asking a hey it's like asking what do i do in vegas i uh, i'm an yeah. idiot and i can't figure out what to do in vegas uh, i'm gonna go to what vegas is there anything to do anything to do in vegas anything fun I'm looking for a show <laughs> Listen, if you don't know how to figure out how to go to Vegas or how to handle your bedroom situation, pack it in. Just quit. Don't no do it anymore. No sex questions. Do you have a, a final question for our friend? I was thinking about it, yeah. and it's it seems like a silly question until you have children, and then A, they're rammed down your gullet for like the first five years of uh, parenting. Yeah, but also, off, you get a little softer because you got kids. What's your favorite Disney movie, Rhett? Like the animated. I know there used to be one a year, and now they're pumping them out like crazy. Is any one of them you're like, yeah, that's a banger. I watch that anytime well, it's on. Now, are we talking about when I was growing up? Sure. Or now? Well, I Probably now because you're a parent, right? Is there anything? If you wanted to tell me your favorite oh, as a yeah, kid, either, sure. Either but Disney yeah. now has all those Marvel movies, right? Like my kids, we could no, no, we've sat during COVID. We did Pixar. the whole from one to a hundred of the Marvel. Marvel not Marvel movies. universe, no. Okay, so not Star Wars. Dis now, when I was a yeah. kid, I watched Fox and Hound about eight hundred thousand times. That was my go-to. Yeah. Copper. Okay. Nowadays, you know, I don't know. You know. Moana. Robin Hood was nails. I remember that as a kid. I liked Aladdin. Aladdin's good. When it came out, yep. that My was sister loved Little Mermaid. That was a big one. And as far as now, um, I don't even know. I don't think it's Disney, but uh, when Finding Nemo came out, that was a big one for yeah. us. And I am I against not ask me. So who cares? Oh, but good. that uh, that movie Up. Yes. With the elder older gentleman loses his wife, the balloons. Up. The old, the old up, man. Hey. Got the golden up retriever. was the first movie that uh, my old, we did an official movie night with our oldest. Wow. So Moana is the you banger. Know what I, Cars. Awesome. Cars, good. Cars is good. It might be Pixar too, though. Although, same now. Yeah. Disney DreamWorks or whatever the hell Well, that's that. just it. That Disney's kind of swallowed up a bunch of stuff. They so. got the car. Yeah, because they got a Cars ride at Disneyland. I think they bought it. Just like yeah. they bought Star Wars. They're buying everything. Well, buy us. Yeah, we're available for sale. a burner Disney. ride at Disneyland. It's, it's called the Zidoro. <laughs> Fire a saddle. <laughs> no seatbelt. What <laughs> a great hit. Oh, shit. Break away. Yeah. Your goal. Take that saddle and swing from Rhett's bedroom. <laughs> Take it to Disneyland. Hook it up. Ride the Zidoro. <laughs> 
It's hard to get all your toys. It's, it's hard to get all your toys into a rental. Yeah, the, that's the problem. Yeah. Hope Street Rental Property Management. Save your own valuable time. Let Hope Street get to work for you. We've been telling you for weeks. We've been telling you for months. They are Canada's Property Manager of the Year for a reason. They have been, it started started small in it's Vancouver. It's Edmonton. It's Calgary. It's hundreds and hundreds of staff and people that are here to, as it says right there, we match good people with good homes. There is a fit on both sides, whether you're looking to rent or renting your own. It's only Hope Street, Canada's property manager of the year. The website retro, one more time, of course. Hopestreet.ca. A lot of singing on the show last couple days. Boomcat was just belting out Ario Speedway. Yeah, bird in the air. Well, you know air, Boom's in a good mood when he sings. He loves music. And when he's a that was the not singing, he's a dick. It's like that's totally what like you it's he's not hard to read. Sunglasses or uh, not. Yeah. No, trade. we can tell within two minutes. We got a trade. All right, go ahead. We have a trade to announce. The Vegas Golden Knights were not gonna do nothing. That's quick, double negative. Double negative. With yep. their cap quick. space given to them by... You want to start again? Or... The Vegas Golden Knights have acquired John Quick. Quick turnaround I was going to say that at the Columbus. start of the show. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um, apparently, there's major hurdles to clear cap-wise. Apparently. But, uh, this is what they do in Vegas. They'll... Trade of what cap? Yeah, it's dad and even with a no move. L.A. told us it was fine. L.A. told us he was making seven hundred grand. John says he wants to come. You're going to tell him no, Gary? What do you want? I, I talked to Rob Blake. He said he was league minimum. What? What's not my fault? It's not Rob Blake. It'd be Yarmo or Yarko because he's Columbus property. But what the hell? Know. I mean, whatever. And it wouldn't that be delicious? It would not be crazy to suggest those two teams could meet in the first round. Columbus and Los Angeles. Incorrect. The Vegas Golden Knights and the L.A. Kings. I see. Right. He's no robbery. Wouldn't that be amazing? John Quick against his old crew in round one? It'd be great. Ah, it would be. And, and do you know what else? It would also be great because their Twitter and social media accounts are awesome. They used to be the best two, and things change no quick in that biz. But uh, they, at their peaks, supreme A-plus wow. trolling and social media work. They've officially done it. There's Franco. Frank bomb, Frank bomb. It's a Frank bomb. No more Frank bombs after 1 p.m. tomorrow. That's the trade deadline, and there's a big one. And quick UFA, right? After Last six. year of that 10-year, yeah. $58 million deal. I, and we all thought, there's no way. He's got 10 years left. Like, I think halfway through, there was injury issues. Like, he can't admit. Maybe that's 10 years. Well, I tell you what, your buddy Eichel looked good for them last night. Just Ever since you uh, rip in the puck, yeah. If you can put that kind of a curse on, you know, I don't know. These guys keep... listen. Remember when Iggy was horse shit and I called him out on the show, and all of a sudden Please he was us. good again. He went and fought guys and did played the way. More he details. Slow down here. More details. Where are we? When are we? What's happening? Oh, I don't know when we are. We're in Calgary and we're at the old shitty studio, and Iggy was terrible. Okay. They had that a bunch of old farts on the team, and no one was playing with any emotion. And I remember Eric Francis was still doing radio. He came running over and was knocking on the door because he heard that I <laughs> said <to him. laughs> so controversial. 
are oh, well, and, but that's important because when you said it first, I thought it was when you were playing together and you called him out through the media. But this is no, when no. you were on the show, and early on, I think that's an interesting tight wire to walk for former players that you know played with guys in the room. How critical can you be? How much can you say? Interesting. Yeah, and it, it wasn't so much critical. It was get back to what you do. Get what what yeah. are you doing? Get your yeah, well, his calling card was being the hardest to play against, and all of a sudden he wasn't so hard to play against. Yeah. Or not even hard to play. He was just so competitive that he was a win at all costs. And half the reason yeah. he scored 50 goals is just because he damn well willed it and wasn't going to be stopped. Mm-hmm. It was like, screw you, I'm scoring. And then all of a sudden, it was, it was one weird of those things. things. Weird that Iggy isn't returning his text. Yeah, that's odd, isn't it? Um, it was, was one of those things, don't poke the bear. That kind of was the book on Iggy the last half of his career. Like, don't hit him. No one challenge him to fight. Leave him alone, and he might not wake up. That was kind of like, if you engage him, you're screwed. And I think that kind of speaks to what you were talking about, Rhett. Like, once you pissed him off and it was like, okay, you want me to show you? I'll show you. Oh, and as a fan, there was nothing better Whoa. after a scrum where he was wound up and he Here had he those goes. eyes going. Look his eyes, eyes. crazy eyes going. It's like, look at Eggy. Eggy's fucking I'm going to get you. <laughs> that was the shift against Vancouver in 04. Oh, it was man. just like, man possessed. Will not be stopped. Yeah. And now he's an old man. He's got his, no, he's now, not. Now he's got, an, he's got his a different face. face. He's got yeah. somebody else's face, Rhett. Rhett. He's got a shitty haircut, whatever he's doing with that. Again, stunning. He can't get a text yeah, back. weird. <laughs> you know who's back on uh, Barnburner? Our friends up in Jasper. Tourism really? Jasper. We had a blast in Jasper. We told everybody about the I'm coming cabins. Back. I we told everybody to about go. Christmas and the skiing and all of that. And now, yeah. it's, oh, it's, well, it's March. It's going to be spring. I guess there's nothing to do in Jasper anymore. Not in mm. place experience jasper in the spring you say why wouldn't you do it spring skiing warmer temps drinks on the patio escape card still available for half price lift tickets conditions are still great lots of new terrain is open clearer days for those epic views i am very much a fair weather guy when it comes to spring the best two months of skiing of the season start now it's tough when you're on that lift. Longer days in sun. It's windy and Warmer cold. weather. More snow accrual. You can sit outside and have a beer. You don't have to worry about you freezing your fingers off. It's the kids' school here. They're just, it's called Ellicottville. It's a little shitty fake ski hill here. Anyway, so you can sign up for ski club. So they signed, not my kids, but some of the kids signed up for ski club. The lift broke down. Five, oh. hour, five hours. How cold was it? Well, it's never that cold here, but five hours a long effing time. You die. It's the wrong weather for five hours. I don't want to do anything here. for five hours. See a doctor for doesn't happen in Jasper. Like in the bedroom. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said it doesn't happen in Jasper. Summer is around the corner. The golf course opens May 31st. Ooh, lakes are thawing. Enjoy canoeing, rafting. Start thinking about summer. Start getting your summer plans. The other thing, can I say something here? The nice nice thing about the lakes thawing, if you can go in this, the the cold water therapy, you got to get, you got to do this stuff. It's great for the body. Okay. So I saw Rhett's Twitter is a tiny little window into his brain, right? And I think he retweeted. Or a window into his tiny brain. Call it what you want. Uh, massive brain. It, it's all perspective. It's just what, I mean, you think of all the conspiracy theories in wacko medicine, it can't be a small brain. There's a lot held in there's there. There's a lot going on. Up there. He gave some props or a retweet to some famous like Netflix show, like 
deep plunger, like a fa- a guy famous for taking no, cold Huff. water plunges. It's about his toilet. No, he needs a deep no, no. Plunger. This is a guy that, that is part of a Huff. medical thing. He will plunge in cold water to like refresh his body. And the dude's doing like these marathon plunges. You're supposed to do like 10 seconds at some of these spas. He's doing like an hour and crazy stuff. Not like, somehow not getting hypothermia, practicing his breathing. You're a plunge guy, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. He climbs Kilimanjaro in it's shorts, no shirt. Effort, no problem. See, this is that sounds like a line for like Kramer. Oh, I, I'm a plunger. You're a plunger. <laughs> sounds I, like that guy that would wear shorts in Winnipeg until this blue bombers was a plunger. But yeah, summer's coming. Start thinking about Jasper, Jasper Park Lodge, golf. You, I mean, it's it's all up there. The lakes, the sky We're tram. Doing a summer trip up there, fellas. Trip. We're gonna do a trip. Yeah, buddy. Open. Get your ass back here, would you? Travel Jasper. Go Google it. Go to the website. Start thinking about it. Wrap your head around it. And of course, sooner than that, skiing right now. Spring yep. skiing the conditions are ready to roll. Remember when it was just dark when you left the house and you got home and it was already dark? Mm-hmm. It's bright now. It's bright when you leave. It's bright when you're back. Think about how much better the skiing is right now. So much better, Ryan. The golf course there is nails too. Mm-hmm. And how about the hot pools at the hotel? Very good. Uh, well, here's the thing. It was It was nippy when we were up there. I need to go back up and well, experience the, uh, the warmer weather. Did you notice uh, we had we rolled a suitcase out to the hot tub? <laughs> we? Well, I did. Ryan. For everyone. The collective yeah, benefit. Yeah. Ryan filled his suitcase with beer and rolled it to the outdoor hot tub. Incorrect. I filled Mandeep's suitcase with his beer <laughs> and rolled it out to the hot tub for all of us. Just throw him right under the... Yeah. He owns a liquor store. He doesn't want people to be thirsty. He's just under the bus, hey? No, it was Mandeep's. I rolled it out. He may have not known it was happening. What a good wingman you are. Oh, you know what? He's uh, not his fault. Speaking of Mandeep, fuck. <laughs> Afterburner tonight. Yes. Christ almighty. Uh, another moral victory on tap. What do we got looking? Hey guys, welcome to Afterburner. Well, the flames outshot Toronto, oh, but Jacob Markstrom will have three on his first two shots somehow. First time in NHL history, <laughs> and the flames lose by one after outshooting them 700 to four. <laughs> Can't make this one. Hey, Red, you're That's a shame, tied man. up. I really love to. Yeah, sorry, uh, uh, let's do our Betway bets of the day. Can I put the, a suggestion uh, out there before you pick? Please do. Go ahead. The Buffalo Sabres are one of the few teams to have won in Boston this year. Boston and Buffalo in Boston after Boston was in Calgary on Tuesday night. First game back. Big, Go big Sabres. Oh, my gosh. That's I'm, tight, Tur. I'm pulling up the, the line on Betway here. But it's first game back. This is one of Rhett's. Hallmark excuses for teams. And no extra days. Sabres and the, no one day in between a West Coast trip to back home. Oh, so back at four or five a.m. Yes, and the Sabres lost to Columbus at home. So and they're horny to get into the playoffs. Horny. Go big on the Sabres. Horn dog. All right, and look at this plus two twenty five. Sabres money line. I'm horny. telling you, that's. There's your fucking Betway bets of the day. There it is. There it is. What do you got, Dino? Well, I, you like know, I was going to. Uh, I love. I it. do. Yeah, I sure, think it's why great. Not? Honestly, I'm with you. And Pasternak's drunk right now. Oh, dude! He's oh, hammered he caviar is in champagne. the bag. Yes. Uh, mimosas, guys, or what? Hey. Get past that's game day. We have eight losses. Who cares, man? 
Uh, it's absolutely liquid lunch for pasta today. Yes. Hey, tell me, is, is Taylor Hall ready to go? Because I'm I'm hammered. I'm drunk as you shit. Just put him on IR pasta. You got to play tonight. We're going to need you, dude. <laughs> See, there's Dr. Nick. Oh, Dr. Nick's uh, got no. Hello, everybody. Ready? April 17. <laughs> Isn't that the playoff start? Yes. No timelines for Taylor Hall or Nick Felino. Oh, yeah, Felino got dinged up here. Poor bugger. Oh, yeah. Well, here's, I mean, I went with the Flames game. I mean, we kind of, uh, when mm -hmm. the Flames were in action, we're in Calgary, like to go with the Flames That's game. Here's what I'm going oh, with. It hit much. last night. What'd you hit? The Mitch Marner power play point. Yes, Plus good. money. I'm going to, let's roll. Let's Sweet. roll. Mitch Marner, a power play point, plus 140. Ooh. Kadri against his former team. He'll be jacked. Matthews well. likes to score goals. A goal for Kadri and Austin, plus four hundo four bills so baby. going taking a bit of a reach but i do like the shot there those are my two for tonight what do we call it bottom one big game big 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 game hunting yeah more big hints. game hunting more hints how many words uh three <laughs> three words uh the opposite of small shit my pants what is it uh hoop oh. hoop and agree big game hunting big, big game, game hunting i'm going big game hunting with Kadri and Austin Matthews tonight. You're not hunting with bunting, though. I noticed that. Not hunting with bunting. Well, I'll move along. I'm going to do Flames and Leafs tonight as well. We hit last night on the Nachushkin two-pointer. There you go. It looked like a lacrosse score between the Devils and the Avalanche Great last game. night. Almost hit the Dougie two-pointer as well, which would have been huge. Johnny Huberto and that line's looking better. And it might be mostly Jacob Pelche, but hey, even if he banks it in off someone's skate to Pelche, I like Huberto with one. Hey, merci beaucoup! Merci hey, beaucoup! Hey, senor! Merci beaucoup! Senor. Spanish, man. What? Pelche from Tijuana. Uh, plus 135 for a single helper for Huberto. And Rasmus Anderson power play point. Look at this number. Plus 240. That's big. The Flames power play has been looking pretty darn good since they went back to the, the usual units. Coming out of the All-Star break. Well... Don't the only that. shitty thing one about that is they play the Leafs, and the Leafs will have preferential ref treatment, so they might only get one. That's true. Do you know who's in net tonight for the Leafs, or would you guess it's because uh, it was last night Samsonov, and he wasn't good? I had to look it up, and I don't know who the guy is. Wooly Mammoth. Yeah. Joseph Wool. Wool. Not Hole, the defenseman. Wool. Now, don't be jinxy, because he was 14-1 and one with the Marlies, an AHL All-Star Mitch Wool. Those are our betway bets of the day. Sorry, bet responsibly. Shouldn't have said anything about the goalie. Betway bets of the day. Fuck. He's got a nine twenty nine save percentage. Granted, he's played very little this year. Nine thirty one in the A. Oh, I thought we were. That's what you're talking about. Nine twenty nine in the A. I'm like, okay, that's good. Oh, yeah. nine twenty nine in, in the NHL Sheesh. over a couple of games. But it, yeah, he's fourteen and one, a two point three two, and a nine thirty one save percentage with the Marlies. So if Shen gets in tonight, that's at least five newcomers in the lineup. You could see an Eric Gustafson forever flame uh, potentially move into this God, lineup. You love Eric Gustafson. Well, I mean, he just absolutely cheats the game for offense and is brilliant at it. Pinder quizzing me before the show. Do you know how many how many teams Eric Gustafson's been playing on? It's Eric unbelievable. Gustafson, Eric Gustafson. Drafted in his 20-year-old season. Didn't play in the league until he was 23. He's 30 now. Seven years in the league. Seven teams. Wild. There's got to be some, I mean, because he puts up Loved points it. on the power Loved play. Loved as a teammate, apparently. Not really interested in him. Absolutely zips it around in the power play. I don't know if you remember. It was the bubble year. They brought him in at the deadline. Oh, yeah. He was awesome on the man advantage. 
one of those yeah. ignorance. Yeah. Stage and was pissed off because they moved Geo off the power play. Remember we had yeah, Stage in the studio. That didn't last too long. I can't believe you'd do You're that to your captain. Geo, and then it's oh, you know, maybe this guy's all right. Then he told you, you I don't can't know. believe you'd do that to how my buddy. How many games have you played? He gave you the how many games have you played? I played zero games. Everyone knows yeah. I played zero games. Matt played a lot of games. Stage and cutthroat, just smashing. he's a great, great human. Had Not great very many too. playoff games though. Oh, red from See, the top. Both of you, both See, and the we top like row. Matt. Why does it end up happening it's like, like the this? Dudley boys in hey, here. He's a lovely man. That's why you do it, because Matt would do it to us, so we got to do it back. Anyway. Yeah, we're pals. Yeah. See? You want to cut down his haircut, too, or just leave it? <laughs> Same barber as Zig. Oh, Wasn't that the hedge trimmer? He's just See, looking no. to work in the winter. Are we going late today? We are. Just throw everybody oh. under the goddamn bus. Poor okay. Alex sitting there trying to get another show ready. Listen, oh, I was talking. There's nothing that's going to break his stride right now. Big Sens win last night. They're winning the cup. Sens. Come on. Alex yeah, Pierre jacked. Dorian. Pierre Dorian makes Dorian. hockey decisions. There's that. There you Thank you, Look Alex. Thank you. Yes, he's been waiting all show for us finally to mention the mighty Sens. <laughs> there, there it is. is. Yeah. It's like shot. Like. Out of the holster. We couldn't even ask for it. It's already up. Yeah, we're looking Look at the at Eastern this. Conference standings. And as most of them, you see the extra two teams below the two wildcard right. teams. You always yes. include those two extra teams. Of course. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, they are above Florida, which I'll give them credit for. But they are also below the Islanders, which doesn't sound good either. So, hey, look they're at playing that. well. And to Alex's point, they played some really good hockey from the new year on. But this is, this is the, that was all house money stuff. Now it's like, okay, are you for real? Because guess what happens now? You got expectations, you got pressure, you got four point games, you got people playing the number one goalies against you all the time, yeah. et cetera. Nobody it's a talented young team. Chicken helps. Oh boy, look, we have the deep pairings oh, now. Wow. Alex has got deep dive. Chick look dive. at that. As many as two or three top four defensemen. Didn't I see? Is he wearing six? I saw them making the jersey. Yeah, I saw six. Yeah, the Senators jersey there. They were getting the name bar. Chick Dog. I like Chick Dog. Can Good. shoot it. Yeah. Now, of those five teams, You've got uh, go Pittsburgh yep. and uh, Buffalo. Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. the Islanders, the Sens, and the Panthers. Yeah. I'd even scroll down because Washington's I falling I asked out. You Detroit just fell out. Maybe yeah. a week ago. Obviously, I know where you're going, Red, but I'll start with you, Pinder. Which two teams out of that five do you want in? Oh, so the game's played have evened out a bit. Who do I want in? I'd love to see the Sabres in. They're fun. And when a team's been so bad that you don't actually even remember them being good, you're like, was that a real thing? Just for entertainment value, watching them. Oh, fuck. For entertainment value and that building, that goal horn. So I am me, all in on the Sabres going. So which two teams purely for entertainment purposes? It's absolutely Buffalo, and I'm having a tough time between Ottawa and Florida because Florida is fun. And you could get Battle of Florida, which I think is phenomenal. Although it probably couldn't happen. But I also think Ottawa would be a riot because they're young and they don't seem to give a fuck. And Brady Kachuk was MF in the Detroit bench the other day. I, I The Sens would not be boring. I don't think they're good at defensive goalie. That even makes it more exciting. The Sens hey, are boring because no one cares about the Sens. The Sabres and the Panthers, please. Let's go. The problem with the Senators is that there's the... 95, 98% of the hockey world does not give one rat's ass about the Ottawa Center. Just go away. Get out of here. So I want you to answer it too, Dino, if you don't mind. Not trying to crush you, but I want to set up something. So who who do you want in out of those? Well, I find out neither of you picked Pittsburgh. Well, and this is where I'm going. Who who do you want in? I want Buffalo in. And I kind of want Florida in in a weird way. Yeah, I think it could be. Just for the Chucky. I, 
And, and I think they could, if there's somebody that could give one of those top teams a, a scare, yep. I think it would be Florida out of that group. I just, man, the Islanders are so hard to oh, watch. No, no. Uh, Pittsburgh, I wonder if they are a little long in the old tooth. Sabres are fun. And yeah, the Senators are fun. So now that we've all answered that, yeah. if the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang miss the playoffs, I'm trying to think of the last time that happened. Are we like early double O's? Are we mid O's? Like this feels like, um, and Ovi and the Caps sellers, not even in that graphic. Mm-hmm. This is a, like, and I think Washington's kind of done a good job of a little bit of a retool here. Um, but like, this is not what we've, it's been just put them in cement. They're in every year for like a decade plus for both these teams. That would be something if neither Ovi and the Caps or Crosby and the Pens were in. In a weird way, I'm kind of okay with it. Well, we both just none of us picked them because it's you've seen it. And who doesn't like Sid? Obviously, and they. But I, I don't know. I feel like I'm I ready respect for some them. I'm just play. bored by them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd love seeing Sid in a playoff series, but I've yeah I've seen it like 14, 17. And that's times. maybe a lazy take, right? I'm just sick of them. Why? But I, that's the way no. I feel. Why? The last time they didn't. It's a personal question. I don't want to see yeah. Pittsburgh in the playoffs. I'm done. I've seen them enough. 05-06, Rhett was playing. God, that's a long time. And, like, time had ago. a lot of – that's the first year after the lockout. Bad the last time. Wow. Bad shoulders. 20 man. years that ago would be right now, I was probably trailer. planning a trip to Australia or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. Well, good talk. Now, tomorrow – Alex is just jacked. We talked about the sense. I know he is. He's not so so jacked. It's late. He's got another show right away. Uh, Frank Valley, of course, going to have the big four-hour program. The hell is that? Kachuk put it back. That's me. This is Brady Kachuk. Kind of looks like the Mm -hmm. boom, a young boom cat. Uh, Tomorrow, Frank Valley daily face-off live. Four hours of trade deadline day coverage. Good luck, fellas. Really looking forward to that JVR deep dive for four hours tomorrow. Uh, but I think we're doing our, we're going to be doing our show. It might be a bit of a pivot. We, there's some things behind the scenes we got to figure out, but I think we got them figured out. And of course, uh, we'll have our take on the Leafs and Flames and afterburner tonight, post game, Pinder and myself, Lafferty Samuel, Lafferty Samuel and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, uh, yeah, do join us for uh, some Afterburner tonight on your YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, not long after the final buzzer. We'll be going live on the YouTubes with our post-game coverage. That's it for today, fellas. It's going to do it. See you, right. Good show, it. everybody. That's it. Oh, That's it. I'm done yeah. extra, everyone. All right. Hey, all the best. Oilers suck. See you, buddies. Do an extra. He does more. He's an extra miler. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 